0: you're listening to the vocal fry podcast your weekly dash of voice science pedagogy and pop culture coming to you from the third formant everyone's favorite buzzsaw A day, what a week, what a what a year, what a, year. What a time to be alive. Right. right, that's just that's just my my flavor for 2019 has become 2019. What a time to be alive,
1: and I can mean that so many different ways.
0: <laughs> and you know what, we can't pick any other time to be alive.
1: That's true. Here I am because.
0: W- because I have a fake eye of Agamotto, <laughs> not the not the real one.
1: Yes. I'm struggling. If
0: I had a real one, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: This will please our sci-fi fans in the audience. All right. So we've been watching the t- the NBC show *Timeless*, which I've mentioned once or twice. Okay. Which, by the way, has gotten awesome. Oh, good to know. And in about three more episodes, they canceled the show. Mm, Oh,
1: yes. I remember you saying now because they always cancel. I'll
0: I'll, I'll come back to that point in a second. But I was... No, let me just deal with that. Okay. NBC cannot run a television show that has anything to do with science fiction.
1: Apparently not. Do you think it'll...
0: They can't... They can... They are incapable of doing it. NBC... Did you ever watch the show The Event? Nope. You would have been fairly young. This would have been... I'm going to say this would have been 2009 Yeah,
1: I was a freshman in high school in 2009. Right, like I said, you would have been younger.
0: Um, So this would have been about 2008, 2009-ish. They had a show called The Event, and it was about all these people that just disappeared off the planet all in one fell swoop. And it had a great first season. It was like a full 18 episodes. They got renewed for their back nine. It was great. And then... They just never brought the show back. I hate that. Okay. So, I mean, it, you know, the, of course, the classic sci-fi version of this that people get really angsty about is... Firefly? Uh, Firefly. Yeah, still angsty. Um, I
1: have watched that and am, in fact, angsty about that.
0: I believe the turn is brown coat?
1: Yes. Yes, it is. Good. And I'm, yeah. ma- I'm extra mad because I only ever got to watch it once before they took it off Netflix
0: ah but that was a fox show right that wasn't an nbc show i think
1: so it was kind of one of those things where it was like i had just gotten into doctor who and i was realizing that maybe i liked sci-fi and so i had heard about uh, about firefly and so i went and i just kind of watched it it was after the fact you know like obviously it had already been canceled and all that and i was like oh wow this is really great and then they like took it off netflix and so i never really got to fully invest myself in it the way i would have liked
0: Right. Well, um, so not that NBC has been the only network that has done this, but also NBC also had a great show called Revolution based on the comic book that was great for at least its first season and a half. And then all of a sudden they just they just they didn't they didn't renew it for the second season spring set.
1: Yeah. I mean, poof. do they ever get picked gone. up by other channels
0: well, you know, this is what happened. This is why we still have Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah! Which NBC also canceled. No, or did Fox cancel it and NBC I now has it? I think
1: Fox might have canceled it and then NBC picked it up. But let me let me double check my facts there.
0: But see, there's some good content out there that these networks have made. And, and it, this is a thing with network television versus online streaming television. Sometimes these networks... You know, because they're relying on advertising dollars. They're not on the Netflix model. True. You know, and so they're on, on the old TV models. You had to have the advertisers keep going with past your pilot, past your first three episodes. Then you got the whole first half of the season picked up. Then you get renewed for your second half of the season. Then do you get picked back up? I mean, there's so many renewals. It's like... It's it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, which is why, which is why actors still to this day talk about pilot season. I mean, it's why it's still a thing. Yeah. Um, b- but uh, in fact, I just heard a podcast the other day with a guy who was saying that he had grown facial hair just for pilot season.
1: Lost. I like it. I like it. You know, whatever floats your boat. Whatever you, know, you gotta I to so do. It's like,
0: it, it's like a musical theater and opera audition season. You know,
1: it's. Yep. Uh, it was Fox, by season. the way, that dropped it.
0: Fox I dropped fact, Brooklyn Nine. I Nine. Us. Yo. Well anyway, what? so Timeless, my point about Timeless was it has gotten great. It is so the characters are getting fully fleshed out. Like there's a clear mm-hmm. there's clear arcs going on, there's clear motivations going on, there's better acting going on. It's not great acting, but, but better. It's better acting. Sometimes when you just hire beautiful people, they're not the best actors right away. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, no, but seriously, it, it's, really, it's really gotten quite good. We're really starting to enjoy but you it. Know. And I know there's only like maybe five more yeah. episodes left.
1: Maybe it'll get picked up by something. I do think that's a thing. Like, no.
0: Oh, no, it ended two years ago.
1: Oh, no, it's really oh, no, not it's getting over. picked up. Wow. It's over. Okay, never mind then. That's right. And rough. we
0: knew this going in. We knew this going but in. But you
1: did it to yourself anyway. Right. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, I do it too, but still.
0: Okay, can I go back to my point about time travel?
1: Yes. Yeah, I don't even okay. know where we were going with that, but I'm fascinated to find out.
0: It's dangerous.
1: Time travel. Yes. Okay.
0: But says not every for sci-fi the reason, movie ever. But not for the. <laughs> but not for the reason that every movie goes yeah. into. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so what's the common thread of time travel? Oh, right? you what, change what goes
1: one f- little thing in the past, and all of a sudden, all these crazy things in the present t- like are changed and okay, catastrophic. Right. Yeah. So,
0: so there's one. There's the Back to the Future bootstrap sort of e, you know, kind yeah. of things. You know, all right, fine, we're butterfly affecting yeah. and all this kind of thing. Okay. All right. Now let's let's, and obviously let's not even get into the time travel of Endgame because you can't change your future. Which becomes your past, and your past is your present, but you can't change your present, which is always your... Anyway, let's not even get into that whole discussion. Yeah. Because it would have to end with the line, so back to the future is just bull poo. (laughs) Essentially. Yes. Anyway, so, but here's here's why I think time travel's dangerous. Okay. It's going into the future that would be dangerous. Okay. Okay. Scenario one. Okay. I use the time stone and I go into the future. Not the time stone doesn't help you time travel, but let's just assume. Let's it pretend. Did. I u- it's your Tardis I u- I u-
1: for today. I use the
0: Tardis and I go into the future, but I can only go into the exact same physical place where I am. What if I go into a wall?
1: Interesting. Or like, what if it's all of a sudden just lava or something, and you just die?
0: Or what if the earth is not there and I'm in space?
1: That's interesting.
0: This has become an an irrational fear in my life.
1: I feel like that. I feel I'm not positive. Like there's no episode or reference I could point to in Doctor Who where I feel like this has been addressed, that there's some sort of like fail safe in Doctor Who that keeps you from like dying when you do something stupid like that. But that's like if you weren't skilled and didn't have something like that, that is entirely possible also like exactly what if you you know time travel and you know you get murdered because people don't like people that randomly pop up in weird clothes and maybe don't speak the same language as they do you know
0: right or and then I have even another scenario that freaks me out about it okay what if you what if you show up and people were there waiting on you <laughs> because they knew you're that you were coming at that exact moment.
1: That would be scary. How would they know that? And
0: then, and then, what if you realized yourself that by time traveling you (laughs) could be in multiple places at the same time and you leaped into the same time stream and therefore you existed and you started sending yourself messages that you couldn't figure out.
1: I think, I don't know. I think this is why and, we don't time travel.
0: And what if those messages were about human voicing?
1: What? No. Okay. Yeah. That's right. If I go in the future, I'm going to send like an email to past Sarah and be like, hey, by the way, voice science.
0: Hey, guess yeah. what, guys? It really wasn't the pressure differential after all. And that's all the note says. And that's
1: says. all it says. And like. All of a sudden, one day, like let's say it's a month from when you get the note, it happens and you go, oh my gosh, or something. I don't know.
0: And then you go back in time and you say to everyone at a conference, guys, it's not the pressure differential. My future self told my past self in the future. I think
1: you have fallen so far down this rabbit hole and taken like a wheel, like you're falling down the rabbit hole and all of a sudden somehow wind blows you down a tunnel or something because... Of all the information that I could get from the future and I'm concerned about, that's not it. you here I just to mess with your head a little bit more. Let's say you go to the future and you pick up a disease. Your sound
0: sounds great by the way over there. Good you're s- on on the on the side of the mic when you go to the, the side? side of the mic, it sounds great. Oh
1: good. Um,
0: no the other side. The
1: others what That doesn't make sense. there okay there so let's say you go to the future. And they have diseases that you don't have. And you don't know that you've picked up these diseases until you go back into the past.
0: And nobody yeah. has
1: anything to prepare themselves. Kind of like, you know, European settlers going coming over to America and wiping out Indians partially through diseases right. that they have no immunity um, to.
0: Can, can we say Native, Native Americans? Native
1: Americans, yes. Yes. Um, Moving on. Yeah, so
0: can you imagine and can you imagine that then all these wacko theories of human voicing were your fault oh my god you are
1: still on that this is just your attempt to (laughs) legitimize the fact that we've spent 10 minutes talking about time travel is that like oh yeah we're a voice (laughs) podcast so like what if voice (laughs) and then you uh, tell yourself
0: hey guys by the way Human voicing doesn't exist. Also, without the vocal track.
1: What if two thousand uh-huh. years in the future we don't speak?
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm prepared for that. I mean I mean aren't we there already? I, don't I mean talk because to other
1: humans. It's funny you say that. So, Jamie's parents are coming into town this weekend, right? And yeah. they want they were like, yeah, you know, wherever you want to take us, we'll do whatever. And so we were figuring out some restaurants to take them to. And I marveled yesterday at the fact that, like, I now have reservations at three restaurants for this weekend. I didn't call any of them, though. Two of them I booked online, and one of them specifically said, if you want reservations, text this number. Which is great, because I hate calling people. I hate having to call, like, and a, businesses and, like, do this sort of thing. I would much rather text you.
0: And they hate talking to And they hate to talking,
1: talking to me, too. And so I, I thought about that. I was like, you know, it's funny. I didn't talk to anybody to do any of this. And when I go to this restaurant, I'm going to talk to people as little as possible even then. What a world.
0: Fantastic. Magical. And yet and yet, we run a media where you and I sit around and other people listen to us talk.
1: That's different. They don't have to talk back.
0: And they know that we're just here talking. And
1: all of a sudden you kind of like, you managed to jump past all the awkward talking. Like they're getting to experience a conversation without the weird, awkward, like beginnings where you're trying to figure out what does this other person think? Do we get along? Blah, blah, blah. How do we interact? Blah,
0: blah, blah. blah, blah. blah. Yeah. Like blah, blah, blah. I
1: don't know. I don't know. Yada, yada, yada. Communication's weird. I was thinking about that. Also, like, how funny is it that, I don't know, all these apps we have for like ordering food, you don't have to call somebody and put in these food orders. You don't have to go pick it up. You literally like just put it in your phone. They bring you the food. You don't even really talk to that person because you've already tipped them and everything through the app. Crazy world.
0: And better yet, when we're all like just watching our feeds through our glasses that we're wearing instead of our phones.
1: Mm. I feel like I'm hoping that that's years off. Just kind of like from the perspective of I still get headaches if I go see a movie in 3D. And so I would think that if I tried to wear glasses that had screens on them that i would just constantly have a headache and so i'm like "That's
0: well you'd have to have the chip implanted then
1: stop that's horrible why why are we talking about this
0: because we're talking about the I don't future want a chip in my where head. we can where where we confuse the entirety of the human race about human it, voicing
1: i don't i don't yeah that's yeah <laughs> i don't like needles much less a chip
0: anyway oh my goodness what has become of this podcast
1: um writing articles and, Rem- and October <laughs> has happened to so us. S-
0: so Sarah and I vo- vocal fam we have so many announcements we do
1: today's it's, it's like day, out of it?
0: it's like out it's like out of control today is announcement day um and and there's so many things but also Sarah and I are on a writing deadline and um yep so we needed a ridiculous conversation to start this conversation so that we could actually have a functional conversation like, what
1: is it about writing that every time you legitimately like sit down to write i don't know maybe this is just me that like something happens you know you're like i'm going to sit down and i'm just gonna get this out like it's gonna i'm gonna write it i'm gonna get it all out there i'm really gonna get some work done and then like something just dumb happens you know what i mean
0: like Arya barks. Like
1: Arya barks. aria throws herself at a window. You know. You know what Arya did a few days. Ago? If we're talking about weird things that Arya has done recently, she got a hold of like some of my nail polish and oh tried to eat it. Like she didn't, but like the whole top part that you unscrew and it's like the handle is chewed. Is just chewed up to the point that like to touch it is spiky and hurts. And she tried to chew the glass bottle, but luckily nothing happened. I don't know where, how she got it. I must have left it out somewhere, I guess. And I've realized, like, she only does it if I, like, have to leave twice during the day. Like, it doesn't matter how long I'm leaving for. She has no concept of time. She's a dog. But if I, like, leave once, she's like, okay, I'm a good girl. If I leave twice, she's like, oh, my gosh, she's gone forever. Time to, like, find new food sources. And apparently nail polish was the road we went down that day. Anyway. So oh writing, right? Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, gracious. All right. Well, uh, nobody needs the writing details. Writing. That's our problem.
1: Yeah. Exciting stuff.
0: Um but we have lots of vocal fry announcements. So let's start with the biggest that involves both most of us exciting. and and is yeah is the most exciting as you've seen on our social media. If you follow us on Facebook, um, although I never did put it on Instagram. Um, but yeah, we should probably do that. Um, if if you, uh, if you haven't heard, um, from any social media or what have you, uh, Sarah and myself and our dear colleague, Josie Alston at the university of Mississippi medical center Mm. have been accepted. Our abstract proposal, um, to present at the National Association of Teachers of Singing National
1: Conference
0: in Knoxville in June. So we are, I will read our... um, Abstract? abstract as soon as i get it open i didn't think to open it beforehand falling
1: down on the draw <laughs>
0: see right here it is but um we are very excited i am pumped um,
1: and we've kind of um, known and we've been sitting here waiting like so do we get do we get to say it this week
0: yeah we've known for about a do, month do we get to say it this week a little over a month um the title of <laughs> actually one other thing too before i read the abstract um, we were very very humbled that we were one of fewer than 40 sessions selected out of over, out of over 230 submissions. Uh,
1: Yeah. I did not realize how selective it was and how many people applied like that. Those numbers kind of boggled me, but,
0: um, so it's like 17% acceptance rate, which was really, we're really thrilled. Um, and, and the team is excited and, uh, and Sarah needs to get her poster presentation uh, abstract done um, for before the December uh, submission deadline. I know, I um, know. Because, because some other idiot is the poster paper uh, session coordinator. Um, not well, sure who that who is. Who could
1: that be? We're so uh, subtle. He
0: might run a voice podcast.
1: Maybe. It's weird. Uh, like It's little moments like talking about Nats National that I do have moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting to do this. Like, I do recognize people of the world like I am very lucky I am very grateful and lucky for just kind of the opportunities that have come my way that have been placed in my path and that I'm getting to you know pretty recently out of grad school have gone to Voice Foundation and co-presented and gone to or going to Nats National as a part of this and like it's little moments like that I'm like whoa this is nuts I, I I don't know where this sentence was going but I'm grateful excited happy yay
0: we are grateful um we 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 are grateful and we're excited um but yeah I was I I was telling some friends uh who are also presenting a paper um that that week I'm going to need to sleep for a week after Nats National this this go-round uh Because the national conference, if you've, if if any of the vocal fam has ever been there, it's exhausting anyway. Good to know. And uh, also, now this time being my first time being the coordinator for poster papers. Oh yeah. Also, us presenting and vocal fry will be there to record with anyone. Well, basically anybody who wants to sit down for thirty minutes or more. Hit us up uh, and and record. Um, It's going to be like. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a weekend. I am basically super excited.
1: I am also yeah. glad that Knoxville, like as far as places, this could be occurring at. Like that's not too far for me anyway. I mean, it's drivable. Right?
0: No. For well, I think I'm actually going to be flying. Well, yeah, it, it's story. not
1: as drivable um, for you. You you live further away.
0: Well, if it were actually if, if I, but I'm not going to be traveling from Mississippi. That's going to be the case.
1: oh, that does make it a um, lot. I mean, I don't know where you're traveling. Either of the places I imagine you would be traveling from are long distances, so I get it.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um, so here's our abstract. Our, ta- our session is titled Singers and Self-Laryngeal Manipulation, What Singing Teachers Need to Know. I'm sure everyone is shocked by the title. Of course. They've never uh, heard the, us
1: discuss this ever. We haven't
0: talked about it in a bit. It has been a little Um long. So the abstract reads, why are singers often told not to? T- oh, by the way, preface this, uh, we're meant to try to like drum up uh, attention to the session. It's not your typical just conference abstract. So the abstract reads, why are singers often told not to touch their own instrument? Love that first sentence. Should it's singers cool. touch their own larynx? Is it's there better. benefit from singers performing laryngeal manipulation or laryngeal massage on themselves? How can voice teachers communicate effective strategies of LM to their students? Can voice teachers convey these concepts to their students without physically touching their students? I feel like I'm a user. What is
1: it about the word touch and touching that just makes me want just cringe? And yet there's no other like any word you used would be as cringy. It's unfortunate. So you're... But it's a good abstract. Like, I do... I kind of... Prefer- Why
0: are singers often told not to digitally nope, manipulate that's their the own acta- instrument? Like, that's the
1: thing. No matter what you say, it is, it that's is worse. unfortunate. But uh, I actually... I, I like this style, a kind of, of abstract, as opposed to some of the more dry scientific ones, which have... Well, you're plays. a singing
0: teacher. You're the audience. I,
1: I just... I guess I recon- I don't see the point in not trying to sell it. Like and uh, sec- sounded interesting.
0: Exactly. The second paragraph reads: This session will answer the pertinent questions surrounding the topic of laryngeal manipulation. We will present some of the history of laryngeal manipulation and singing training. Of course, getting into uh, Douglas Stanley. Our team's recent studies have demonstrated that self laryngeal manipulation is an effective manner for a singer to prepare themselves for optimal performance. Uh, we will guide attendees through a self-laryngeal manipulation session using our protocol video. Oh, no. And you know, I was thinking of—I <laughs> was thinking about that, Sarah. I think over the holidays we should reshoot we it. We
1: really should, because I was about to say, I like, guess one thing for you know students at MC and people like that to watch these videos. That I think we should reshoot. We, we it. We should really reshoot it if if yes. Yeah if we're we need to, to show more people it. that, cuz
0: yeah yikes. um <laughs> i mean the same prompts the same prompts yeah prompt.
1: essentially following the yeah, same script yeah. but maybe not as much uncomfortable rambling
0: who yeah does that's that? we need to be we need to what? be a little bit more professional <laughs> yeah okay and then the final and then it, it ends attendees will receive a handout describing the laryngeal manipulation protocol used during our research I like that. so we also are going to prep a handout uh and it'll be it'll be great so i mean i'm um I'm I'm super stoked. Obviously, Vocal Fry's been waiting to tell you guys about it yeah. for some time. We have so many friends who also um, are uh, are presenting. Our friends from New England Conservatory, Ian Howell and and and, and uh, Kayla Gutero. Uh, I'm gonna say her name wrong. <sighs> I've had too much coffee today. Anyway, my friends from New England Conservatory, (gasps) Ian and Kayla, (laughs) let's just put it that way, and along with Chadley Ballantyne from Stetson, they're presenting a session. Kate Frazier-Neely is presenting a session, um, uh, who was just on the podcast. Um, Kari Reagan is presenting a session who we're hoping to have on the podcast here in the coming months to talk about evidence-based voice pedagogy and the list goes on and on and on um, I could uh, I could basically go on about this uh, I think forever uh, Ginevra Williams who we've had on the podcast is coming to present sessions um, I mean it's just, it's a great great lineup, um, so many of the vo- oh, 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 uh, Lori Sonnenberg uh, and how can I forget Yvonne Redman is, is of course presenting on, on some of her hearing work and and she and Lori are actually doing a session together. I mean, the list is going to be... It's just... It'll be incredible. Lawrence Brownlee, wonderful Rossini tenor, is the guest artist for the conference. And so be watching for hashtag Nats in Knox. That is the hashtag for the conference. Um, and so we hope to see all the vocal fam at Knoxville. Um, and I keep saying... I'm assuming that people in Tennessee say the word V I L L as Vol Knoxville and not vill
1: Knoxville. You're from Tenant.
0: Is it Knoxville or Knoxville?
1: I say Knoxville, but I I don't think about it that much.
0: Fascinating. Because I I was I guess being in the South, I was sort of assuming that uh that the word was said
1: I'm sure it's probably pronounced both ways. I mean, there, if you think about it, there are different accents in the South. I mean, I have a slightly different accent than I think the accent you're thinking of that would say Knoxville.
0: Fascinating. Okay, well, maybe That's it's my Knoxville. Thought, though. I, mean, I mean, most Americans would say Knoxville.
1: I say Knoxville, but I have also been told that my southern accent is not as pronounced as a lot of people's.
0: People in Mississippi and Alabama would say Knoxville.
1: I don't
0: know. I don't put a lot of thought into it. the point is, it's in Tennessee. It is. In the city that starts with Knox. But it's also in eastern
1: Tennessee, so that's kind of different, too. Keep in mind that I'm from Memphis, which is basically an extension of Mississippi.
0: I was going to say Arkansas, but okay.
1: No, Pe- no, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You'll note that the giant suburb, like in a different state bordering Memphis, is South Haven in Mississippi. Nobody right, really like, yeah, 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 there's West Memphis, which is in Arkansas, but nobody from Memphis talks about West Memphis.
0: No, they talk about there DeSoto County. There are reasons. Which is all from Mississippi. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, weird. Anyway, so Nats and Knox, June 2020. We're excited. Uh, Pumped. So many friends, and forgive me if you're listening and I didn't name the fact that you're a presenter. I didn't mean to offend you. Um, there's just so there's many that lot. I can't think of them all off the top of my head. Lorraine Sims is doing a session. Um, I mean, it's just en- endless. Uh, Jeff Williams, my friend Jeffrey Williams, is doing a session. Um a- a- anyway what i think so you're many good people. It's gonna There's gonna a
1: lot of people
0: the one thing i the one thing i will say about people though um uh, uh, with knoxville mm-hmm. it was interesting that so many of the sessions that i saw that got accepted were by teams of people not individual presenters that's uh, a good point very very interesting just uh something to take away maybe for future proposals for the National Conference that it was basically teams of people and not um, Individual s- uh, Not that there aren't any solo presenters um, but just something to keep in mind Yeah um, a
1: good
0: point Yeah Michelle Marquardt-DeVoe who's been on the podcast she and Kristen uh, Rondo are doing are, are doing a talk I think with someone else maybe even with them I mean it's, it's a ton It's, I mean, it's a it's lot a, of people it's a, I'm sure there it's will be an incredible a list lineup.
1: published at some point
0: like yeah an all the conference list.
1: like i'm sure that will yeah come
0: out. goodness gracious i'm Nobody just even is trying to think of people
1: you to memorize every presenter. i know
0: but i'm just trying to think of people who have even been on the podcast who are going to be presenting this summer it's just anyway whatever it's i've had way too much coffee you
1: apparently have like i don't know how much has
0: and i you've come into contact I've also,
1: with but it's obviously a lot
0: I've also been in a doctoral defense all morning um, serving as an external evaluator for a colleague of ours uh, who did a great job. Um, so congratulations to him. I'll let him tout his own. Yeah.
1: Announce own his own exciting news.
0: Magnificence um, and exciting news. So uh, anyway, well, uh, gosh, Knoxville.
1: Knoxville, it's happening.
0: Going to be exciting. Um, so the other bit of news that I just want to just very quickly just sort of mention, we'll have a episode m- about it later, but I just want to mention it since it became public knowledge this week on the on the on the internets, you know, and that's how things basically get yeah. happen yeah. these days yeah. okay. is th- is on the internet. Um, this summer. Uh, at the Acoustic Voice Pedagogy Workshop in Boston. Yes. Um, The faculty, of course, will be led by Ian Howell and Chadley Ballantyne and, uh, of course, the legend himself, Kenneth Bozeman, who, by the way, congratulations, Ken Bozeman, newly elected member of the American Academy of Teachers of Singing the most well-deserved, uh, inductee I could think of. Um, congratulations, Ken. Um, we love you. And of course we've had you on the podcast twice and look forward to our next time with you, but, uh, no, no one, there could not be a more deserving member of the American Academy of Teachers of Singing than, than Ken Bozeman. Um, so Ken, anyway, so the, also, uh, on the faculty for the Acoustic Voice Pedagogy Workshop, Kayla is also on the faculty. Um, this summer Bodo Moss is returning to their faculty. Bodo, our dear friend and my man crush Bodo Moss. Um, uh, <laughs> let's just admit that it was pretty evident during oh, the podcast. Yeah, session. no
1: secret, but, <laughs> but
0: um,
1: yep. yeah.
0: And uh, also on the faculty this summer, three new additions, Josh Glasner will be helping Ian um do a uh, some a bunch of the uh lab sessions. Um they're adding lab sessions on the Glottal Enterprises Aerodynamic Equipment. Um and so Josh will be on the faculty there with us, friend of the podcast. And Yvonne Redmond will be on the faculty, our dear friend Yvonne. Um so shout out there. And then it also just so happens that Nick Perna will be on the faculty this summer as well. So if you were not enticed enough, it's sort of a... Uh, uh, forget me. The rest of it's a murderer's row of uh, faculty. So, I mean...
1: That's so exciting. Like
0: Those dates are July, late July. It's in the 20s of July. So, uh there will be more forthcoming about that, but Ian put out put out the save the date things, and so we are excited about the possibilities that are going on there.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, that's exciting.
0: Very, and and at some point, probably in January, I'm going to say, tentatively, this is tentative, Vocal Fam. Uh, I hope to do one pod, uh, one uh, Vocal Fry episode with all of those people on one episode.
1: Oh yeah, the, yes. To a ad, to officially tra- advertise, it's like a teaser
0: trailer. It's a teaser trailer, uh, and boy, will that be a day!
1: Ah, uh, I have no words. I am excited. I am excited for that. I, I yes, I can't words today. Sentences And you and you
0: want and you want and you want to try to come.
1: Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> I definitely so, will.
0: So anyway, well, lot, lots of exciting stuff uh, happening here in Vocal Fry land. Uh, vocal, fr- vocal Fryville. Stop. Vocal Fryville. No,
1: don't, don't do that.
0: No, I didn't like no, that at all. No, that didn't sound. No.
1: It would be more like, I don't think we're, we're a town. We're like, it's more like Vocal Frydom. You know, like a kingdom. Vocal
0: Frydom. Yes. Well, we do have Empress Vocal Exactly.
1: Fry. That is why mine works better.
0: Exactly. Thank you. I'm, exactly. I don't
1: usually come up with the vocal fry, the hashtag vocal fry things. I'm pleased with myself on that one.
0: Uh, so yeah, so you still have what a, uh, week, a week to to, to get the giveaway?
1: We start. Uh, I feel like we finally started to kind of have some interest and in people interacting with it. So definitely go now. Keep in mind, you do have to either share the post, buy a sticker, buy a shirt to be entered. Then your comment or like on the post. Will be those bonus entries that we have discussed and that you can see in the post. Um, if you do all that, you do have the possibility of winning a coffee mug—not just any coffee mug, a Vocal Fry mug signed by a few of our current and past hosts. I mean, one past host, but exciting stuff. We
0: need to vi- we need to visit with Leah at some point. We really need. Uh, yeah,
1: to do do a three person.
0: We need, we need Leah to come to come back and uh, bring some... Uh,
1: some of the, the, like, I don't know, things that other people like information. I don't yeah. know what to refer to it as.
0: I don't think she or Michael would have allowed us to have a 10-minute conversation about time travel.
1: No, Leah would have let us. She just would have eaten her breakfast.
0: Michael might have said, this is one of those moments <laughs> where you two are... Kind of over here, and everybody else is over here. It can't be
1: helped. No, but Leah would just, you know, she would just pull out her granola bar, and that would be her opportunity to eat her breakfast. Like, any time we discussed yeah. Doctor Who or any of that. Like, she would let it happen. She would laugh yeah. at us. Or make That's a face. Right. Maybe not even laugh. She would make her no, Leah she'd face, a face at us. She'd as make she a face ate at her breakfast.
0: And, and we would deserve the face.
1: Yeah, I mean, pretty much at any point in our life the the face that's the face right. could be that's, given and we would I'd get it.
0: That's uh I accept yeah.
1: this Yeah. We yeah. need to have Leah on soon. We do. Like,
0: we need to catch up with her. Yeah, for we sure. Can, like that hit needs all to happen. of our shows
1: that have like seasons coming out like Good Place. I think their last season is in the process. I need to catch up on that. Um, oh,
0: did it start? Oh, we haven't seen any I think, of those. I, need, I think we need it to hit started those. back.
1: I've been getting a lot of ads for it, so it's either started or is about to start. It's the last season. I need to catch up on that. Um, I think there's some Brooklyn Nine Nine that I have. Brooklyn
0: Nine Nine's probably out yeah, too. Like, yeah, yeah, like I feel like there's yeah, some yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. we need
1: to catch, like just pop culture wise, that Leah would have valuable input on.
0: Yeah, I, uh, my wife and I will probably wait until the whole fall season of this is us is completed to watch that because i don't know that either of us feels like crying right now
1: yeah i can't watch anything that makes me emotional i mean that hasn't stopped some. that hasn't stopped me from watching a few things but like i don't need to watch anything else
0: speaking of popular culture oh sarah oh have you started watching star trek yet
1: Oh, uh, Jamie was just getting on to me about that this morning. He was like, oh, you know what you should do today? And I was like, no.
0: Because you know what did start, or you know what did drop this was week? Was Star Trek? Was another Picard trailer.
1: Oh, that's probably why Jamie's been pushing it so hard this week.
0: The, the second oh. big Picard trailer dropped uh, at New York City Comic Con... Uh, or New York Comic Con. Yeah, I don't, don't think it's yeah, NYCCC. I think it's NYCC. Uh, New York Comic Con last weekend. Um, New York Comic Con likes to think that it's SDCC. But it's not. Just because it's in New York? But it's not. No. No. It's not even D23.
1: No, that that's correct as well. But, hey, you got a trailer from it, so.
0: But we did get a Picard trailer. They had a good panel. It was interesting. It was short, actually. Honestly, oh. the panel was was fairly short. Uh, as as these panels go, I mean, because you know the SDCC ones are an Ow, hour yeah. long. This this might have lasted maybe twenty minutes. Something Almost like more that.
1: like they really were just trying to get the trailer out there. Yeah. Yes, like it was. That makes sense. It was a
0: it was a trailer release yeah, essentially. I get that. Um, but. Uh, it's, I'm very excited. Star Trek Picard looks, I mean, first of all, the production looks cinematic in every aspect of that's the show. That's awesome. Um, and uh, I'm obviously super stoked to see Jean-Luc Picard back uh, in action. The hashtag is now, a legend never leaves the fight. It's not a hashtag, but that's their, that's that's their, their phrase, phrase that they're going with. A legend never leaves the fight. I like it. Um, that's
1: a good yeah, one. That's yeah. a, That's a solid it's, it's, phrase, like.
0: Yeah. Probably a good so way to anyway, the- so Sarah, at some point, you should start with that list of recommended Star Trek: The Next Gen episodes. We will.
1: I, Jamie, like, so it's going to be one of those things where Jamie's going to have to like sit down and do it with me. And so I feel like what's going to happen is we're in the process of I'm rewatching that '70s show. He is apparently watching it for the first time. I had no idea he had never really seen it.
0: I've never seen. Oh, it. Oh, it's
1: really good. It's a it's a fun show. Like if you're looking for some a show that's not gonna really upset you but like funny decent episodes like definitely some good character development um I'm a big fan of Jackie and Hyde I think they both as a couple of course but also just like I think their characters go through the most development uh-huh. and I can appreciate that but anyway if you want a good show that you've got there's a lot to watch and you also don't want to cry that's actually a good show, but when he finishes that, I imagine that is when we will kind of start that, watching those episodes together, because I'm not likely... I mean, I don't know. Maybe after an episode or two, I'll be likely to sit down and watch them on my own. I'm not likely to start watching If you them.
0: start Encounter at Farpoint on your own, you will not continue.
1: And that's it. Like, I think Jamie's going to have to like sit there and be like, we're watching this for the first several but there is a decent chance, like, I will probably enjoy it.
0: No, you can skip straight from Encounter at Far Point to season two's episode, Measure of a Man.
1: Okay, good.
0: Measure of a Man is awesome.
1: I'm sure so, I'm going to like it. I don't know why I'm like this, but anytime someone's trying to introduce me to a new thing, it's not that I fight it. I just kind of i am like, yeah, yeah, I know I'm going to like it and I'll do it. I'll get to it eventually. But it takes months, it can take that's years. Right. To actually that's get me right. to it. And then I do it, and I love it. It just... That's right. I don't know. I'm like this about food, TV shows, movies, pretty much anything, really. But I'll try it eventually. Yeah,
0: that's... Uh, I'm with you. So this week also, the Jungle Cruise trailer... In fact, this week, today, this morning, the Jungle Cruise trailer dropped. The Rock, Emily Blunt. What would you think?
1: I thought it actually looked really good. I had no idea that this was a thing, that this was going to be a thing.
0: And oh, so I oh. just thought
1: you sent me a random trailer this morning, and I was like, "No, no, 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 oh, no, no, no!" This actually looks pretty good. I thought it looked fairly enjoyable. I mean, I'm not saying it's like Oscar-winning cinematic or anything like that, but it looks like a no. fun movie to go see.
0: Well, you've been on the ride, yes.
1: And I kept trying so to it's... decide if it was supposed to be the ride, but there were no hippos.
0: Yes, there was a hippo in the trailer. What? It was a fake hippo. Just like in the ride.
1: I didn't see that. I'm mad.
0: The rock had created a fake hippo. And then literally as he creates a Uh, fake waterfall, as they're going under it, he goes, the backside of water. Okay.
1: So I did see that. Keep in mind, though, that like while I remember and loved the ride, I went in fourth grade. It has been a long time. I, do not, uh, I don't have every little like phrase from it memorized. I just thought, oh, this looks it. like a fun movie. I'll probably go see that. Got so it. that is my, my take on that. It looks like a fun movie. I like Emily Blunt. Got it. I like The Rock. I'll probably see it.
0: Got it. Okay, well, Disney aficionados are a twitter seeing seeing that uh, pirates became the phenomenon that it did Oof. when it just seemed like a dumb movie based on a ride uh, and who
1: knows this this could be that i mean this could be it, i mean i don't on it i don't at the moment think that this movie could prove me wrong i could go see it and be like wow give me four more but i'm guessing this is going to be kind of like the jumanji a one-off. thing where you go and you're like wow that was surprisingly good and that's yeah. about it Although I think they are making a second Jumanji,
0: I think it already came out.
1: What did I miss it? If it happened, no.
0: Let me. Tr- maybe they're making it.
1: If it happened this past summer, it's entirely possible I missed it because this summer was kind of a black it hole. It doesn't
0: it? Doesn't matter. Whatever. Comes
1: out December.
0: Ah, well, okay. So, so there it is I a was. thing.
1: It's coming. I, I
0: thought they were. I thought they were done shooting it. At least
1: they probably are. If it's if it's coming out in December. <laughs>
0: Oh, for sure. Maybe no, you thought no you saw
1: it because there was like a trailer in theaters or something, you know, and you're just like, "Oh yeah, I've seen it already."
0: Yeah that that's probably right. Um, the end of the year is going to be huge yes, because it is. I mean week of thank week before Thanksgiving, Frozen Two comes out. I,
1: I'm excited for that.
0: I mean, my kids are super stoked, um, and I'm expecting a great score. Yeah, and then I mean, eventually. I'm not sure how I want to deal with this. Okay. I've been thinking about how Vocal Fry needs to address the prequel episode for The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. And I've been considering inviting a couple of guests who specifically hated Last Jedi.
1: Okay.
0: with the express promise that we will not diss their opinion or disparage their opinion or disrespect their oh, opinion. Oh, that's
1: going to be hard. Do they have to be nice to us too, though?
0: Yes, that we would all just have a conversation about to demonstrate how broken the, ner- the, the nerd force is right now okay. Because the Star Wars nerd community is broken right now. No. It's very that's badly That's true. Broken. It is
1: very badly broken. I will warn you. I am very much a if I can't say something nice person, I won't say anything at all. So um I'm I
0: don't know. It's just an idea I had because it could if we work. do a la- if we do a preview, we're just going to be super excited and this that and that's the other That's
1: accurate. But it might be and good to have some perspective from the other side people that feel kind of betrayed by the franchise.
0: Right. I I don't know. There's something I've been thinking about. Also, I just just to go on record Michael and I both thought that Last Jedi was the most important film of 2017. So, uh we know Sarah where you stand. Quite, we know where I stand. It, and I will say even retroactively now, I think that Last Jedi is the best of the entire franchise. I know everyone is going to kill me now, and I'm a terrible person. You're talking and to somebody get it. who
1: has always loved like Attack of the Clones, so you're you're in safe right. territory, right? Like, right? You're yeah. you're okay. <laughs>
0: Don't get me wrong. I love me some Empire.
1: Oh yeah, who doesn't love, love me that?
0: some Empire?
1: I feel like I have uh, to say like. It's sort of a like empire is such a given that when I say oh this is my favorite it's kind of like well yeah obviously this is a great movie but like as far as like personal favorites playing into little things I just love it's a, it's Attack of the Clones for me and it's Last Jedi for you
0: yeah it's Last Jedi for me anyway um, Sarah what you have for breakfast
1: <laughs> I had blueberry streusel muffins
0: we're still on the muffin train
1: i just like muffins sometimes they have protein sometimes they don't but they taste good and they don't make me want to be sick i tried to eat a granola bar for two days ago for the first time in a while because i was like granola bars that's breakfast food and i thought maybe i was past granola making me sick i was Uh not
0: oh okay bad idea um speaking of muffins you probably never watched seinfeld did you
1: I occasionally would like see an episode because it came on after Friends and the TV was still on.
0: Did you ever see the episode called that Kramer opened a shop called Top of the Muffin to you? No, I did not. That (laughs) just sold muffin tops, not the body of the muffin. You know
1: that that used to be a thing. Like Ego had a muffin tops. They were frozen that you could buy and like you did them in the toaster. They were disgusting, but I ate them for like a year.
0: Oh wow. Okay. They I mean, looking well, back, I things he, at the
1: time, child Sarah thought they were great. But looking back, those things were nasty.
0: He had to like, but what he did was he was actually making full muffins and just throwing the bottoms away.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a waste, but okay. A waste anyway, of muffins. So that was-
0: Old school pop. That's a pop culture own. reference for all, for all you uh, from 1991 or 1992, uh, something of that. It was. It would have been. Well, maybe 93. Um, it was probably a later season that that episode was in. Um, uh, vocal fam, I just want to say a thank you um, for the positive feedback that we received um, over last week's vocal fry. Um and I just want to say thanks and, and like I said last week, we just hope that maybe it, you know, reassured you if you're ever going through a, a voice thing that you're not alone. Um and so I just wanted to say thanks uh for the support and the positive feedback uh over over last week's episode called The Journey. If you want to go back and listen to it if you've not listened to it. Um but I just wanted to say thank you for for that. It was good you
1: know good episode. No.
0: anyway all right well uh sarah unless you have anything else that you desperately want to cover today i think i'm all wrapped up no i can't
1: think i no nope.
0: good it's been a week fam- friends it it's, really it's, has it's a like i said what a time to be alive but time. also i shared this uh, one last thought my this will be my final thought for today it's good
1: that one of us has those
0: this week no takeaway. Excuse me, not final thought. Takeaway. Every time this week that I've been thinking about being busy, let's say, because it's a busy time of year, right, for artists and educators and humans. Yes. October tends to be a busy time of year. Parents are very busy with kids' activities, their own lives. And, I mean, let's face it, we're gearing up for the unofficial start of holiday season. I I mean, October 31st is coming. It's a busy time of year. Leaves are falling. People are making soup. Sweaters are being brought out. By the way, it's going to be 90 no problem, here I today. Say, nobody's
1: bringing out sweaters. It's hot. <laughs> well, nobody. Well, actually, it's south. going to be
0: it's going to be 90, and then we're going to go down to 41 in the next 48 hours.
1: Wow. I was gonna say we've had actually in Atlanta some really pleasant weather this week, but up until this week, it had been miserable.
0: Yeah, it's been uh, warm. Anyway, what I was going to say is every time I think about being busy, oh, and by the way, just a little plug in my scattered brain. It's that time of year, Vocal fam. It's time to start taking your vitamin D. If you're not already taking your vitamin D, now is the time. Okay?
1: Yay, vitamins.
0: Okay. Um, but it's the sunlight is getting short. It is. We're about we're about to enter. The annual dark times. Winter? It's time to start your vitamin D regimen. You'd make a great um,
1: start. Winter is coming.
0: Right. As long as it's Tony. <laughs> anyway, um, no, what I was going to say though is every time I've been thinking about being busy this week, and this is not a comment on one side or the other of a political discussion. But every time I've been thinking of being busy this week, I think of the writer's room for The Daily Show and Trevor Noah and just what their writer's room must be like from roughly 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. When half of this breaking news happens at like 530 and all of a sudden their entire opening has to be rewritten. I mean now granted the Daily Show Trevor after like the debates like he was going live after oh, some of the deba- Oh yeah. See I don't I mean, watch you t-
1: many of the kind of late night c- comedy
0: Sure. and, and shows. whatever I mean I'm just I'm just saying imagine any of those shows trying to go trying live you have to catch keep up with all the stuff that keeps breaking throughout the evening in our ongoing political climate it, has it been must insane. be may it must be mayhem for those TV people or they're thankful for it because they always have something material. to
1: write. I'm, yeah.
0: You know, I mean, I'm not sure which one. Maybe they maybe they're just both. thankful for it. Maybe
1: they, whenever maybe they start feeling like they're going to die, they remind myself, well, at least I've got something to write about.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably right. Anyway, I've been thinking about that a lot this week. Yeah. Or oh, oh, one other thought, Vocal Fam. Hey, for your own sorry. You're good. <laughs> I w- one last thought. If you've down if you are a Apple user, and you have downloaded iOS 13 to your mobile device, which I flashed on the screen because, like, they can see yeah. what I'm doing. I
1: don't know. I can see if it. You've, it if you've
0: downloaded iOS 13, the health app in iOS 13 now includes hearing health. Oh. And it will it will monitor your earpod usage with any pair of headphones. It doesn't have to be Apple earpods. But with any headphone usage, it will monitor, Mm -hmm. goodness gravy, it will monitor your DB exposure over time in the headphones. That's cool. I would highly recommend uh, for all of you professional voice users who rely on your ears to make money. making sure that you've hooked up your Apple app and keep track of your DB exposure in your headphones. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely highly recommended. This just happened because I just finally up upgraded to iOS 13 and I do not think it was in any version of iOS 12.
1: I'm very slow to update my phone because like, my phone's at that point where I feel like any update could be the update that makes it kind of obsolete and I I need this phone to keep working so I always wait and I always wait to see like are there gonna be any bugs how is it going and so I don't even know let's see what I don't even know what update I'm currently on oh I'm on I'm on 12.3 so that's that's, that's it, more updated than I thought I was
0: exactly
1: yay Ish. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway, if you want to update to iOS 13, Fun you'll get the hearing it health. Thing. It's part of the health app, the little app that has the heart on it. Um, and you have to configure the app a little bit, but but, um, it, but it will it will monitor your hearing health, which I highly recommend, especially if you are a heavy ear pod user to run, to work out, uh, on the subway, on your commute, you know, whatever. Uh, we we want to recommend that. I think that's the end of my random hour-long just health stream of tips consciousness. tips
1: everything.
0: What a day, folks. We, you Vocal know what? Fam, it's almost fall break. I just came off of oh, fall break. I mean,
1: I'm not really getting fall break, but oh, it's fall break over here, sort of. I need it. I well, wish I was really having it.
0: <laughs> we're on the worst academic calendar in the history of academic calendars. Oh, we started August twenty eighth. Oh,
1: that's later than usual.
0: We took fall break, which meant the next week. So we started with a three day week, then a four day week because Labor, Labor Day was day. the earliest it could be. Then finally, in week three, we had a five day week. But now, in week six, we took fall break already. Yeah. And now we don't have another day off until the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. It's rough. And then we have, and then we have to come back. And we don't finish with graduation until December the 20th.
1: Oh, that's so late.
0: And so we started as late as we ever do. Labor Day was as early as it ever is. Fall break was earlier than it ever is because of the home football schedule. Thanksgiving is as late as it ever is. Graduation is as late as it ever is. Basically, we have the academic calendar from the torture chamber of dragons. That's terrible. And I just made that up. Um exactly yes i'm sorry uh, yeah sorry there's my uh, sorry didn't want to end on a complaint vocal fam um uh fall yay fall soups stews i do carbohydrates i
1: love carbohydrates i love them a lot
0: i'm going to go eat something
1: me too i'm hungry
0: all right vocal fam that's it for us let's let's kill this shall we all right here we go let's kill it and peace out